0: When the art Day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Drozd. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. I don't record stuff on Saturdays. That's one of the... One of the part, one of the challenging parts of the art sound off challenge for me is that usually Saturdays and Sundays are um, days where I don't. I, I mean, if I work, I work a little bit, but I, I'm trying to really be more attentive to my weekends uh, and be a husband, be a human being, and not be um, some kind of, you know, art cranking machine. Uh, and I know I've gone into this in other places. And I have i mean, this has been sort of a, a bugbear for me for a couple of years now is like, you know, I don't find, I'm finding less and less nobility in overworking oneself. But this isn't really work. This is reflection. This is something I should be doing anyway, is thinking about the stuff that, thinking about the things I make out loud, sounding off about it, right? That's where I get the whole hard sound off thing. Um, And, you know, Hopefully crunching on it in a way that's useful for other people to hear. But if it's not, as another Art Sound Off entry recently pointed out, uh, uh, Jesse Kaufman, a buddy of mine, said, you know, you get to shut it off. So (laughs) no harm, no foul, or whatever they say. Um, What am I doing today? So I'm making croissants today. I'm I'm making croissants from scratch. Wow, right? Uh, I think this is my third or fourth time doing this. Uh, as, As a anniversary gift to my wife one year i took a class on how to make croissants and uh the reason i'm making them today uh, besides the fact that they're delicious uh is we recently hit a milestone in a big project we're working on together a big comics project which hopefully i'll be able to you know talk about more openly pretty soon i think in a couple weeks i think um and so, you know, is, is something we were saying in the weeks leading up to this, this milestone, I said like, okay, well, when we finish this part of the thing, I'll make croissants to celebrate. Um, and that, you know, reminded me of something that you hear is a lot of advice. I've used this advice myself. You know, it's like when you're working hard on a thing and you're in that tunnel and you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel and it just seems like everything's too big and ambiguous to wrap your brain around. When am I ever going to get this thing done? Or or you know you just that resistance kicks in and you just don't feel motivated to do it. It's like oh I got to do that again. Uh, Planting a little reward. Oh if I work for an hour I can you know I can play uh, We Fit for a while or something. I don't know. Am I using a bad example? (laughs) Was that one of the examples that the kids would roll their eyes at? Like when I do that in the classroom? I'm finding that happens more and more as I get older. Um. So you know you, you I've done this before. Is like you set up little rewards to like motivate you to work carrot and the stick kind of thing. Um does that work for me all the time? Not really. Uh I I find for myself that that's not a terribly effective strategy. Um possibly because as I think about it and I think about my motivation and like how I react to the stress of a deadline, um the thought of not shipping is very motivating to me, right? The thought of having to explain to a stakeholder why I didn't get something done. Uh more than enough motivation to get me out of bed and get to doing the thing um accountability i guess i guess is like kind of important to me um so i don't really need the rewards but i've done it you know it's like and i think about um my sony Vi- what, what, it's not a sony it's it's the vioz canvas which is now like my regular desktop computer and i do all my work on it now and gosh, gosh, do I love this thing! I love it so much. It's like like twelve inches, twelve inch screen. It's like a Surface Pro, but the keyboard is detachable and it still remains active, so you can do key commands off to the side while you're drawing on the screen. It's super light. I take it with me wherever I go, and I'm always able to do drawing when I want to. Um, it's really cool. Uh, but I got that sort of is the same kind of idea. It's like okay, well, if I land this gig, you know, I was I was pitching for a gig earlier this year. I'm like, if I land it and I get the advance on it, um, I'll I'll be able to afford the Vio, and then it'll be my reward for land. Ooh, uh, hit the microphone. It'll be my reward for, uh, getting a a cool job. <laughs> Although the job should be the reward in and of itself, right? It's comics. It was to draw a comic. I was really happy to do it, but but also I had the further justification of like, well, but I also need this to be able to make better comics and so on so like there was like a a lot of different motivations in there it wasn't just simply like oh i'm gonna eat you know half a dozen donuts when i finish this thing um i'm finding that that that's less motivating to me uh as time goes on i'm not i haven't sat down and crunched on it but like i said like the the main the main reason i think that's true is just because uh i'm motivated by accountability nowadays uh, so I guess that was like all the reflection I had on that. It's like I'm making croissants, and why? Because I'm just celebrating. We're celebrating. We're celebrating that a significant piece of work is behind us, and now we get to move on to the next part. Rights of passage. Rights of passage are kind of cool too. I like them a lot. Uh, I wanted to respond to some other things that are going on in the art sound off challenge, and I guess this is as good a time as any to talk about. What is Art Sound Off? It is this event, this, this yearly event, where me and my buddy Rob Stenzinger of the Lean Into Art cast, leanintoart.com, uh, challenge ourselves to record an audio reflection, essay, journal, something of that nature uh, every day for the month of November. And we challenge everybody else to do the same thing. Just create a five to 10 minute audio accompaniment to your art. What are you making? What are you thinking about? What are you struggling with? And uh, somebody recently posted one where they're talking about critiquing and, you know, not always feeling great about like where you are as an artist. And uh, they posted it with this kind of thing like, well, you know, this isn't really positive or uplifting. And it made me think about, again, I get the accountability. Here's why I'm going to get possibly a little a little bit vulnerable and dark. Uh, It made me think about how I feel like this strong responsibility. Responsibility? Is that the word I want? I feel a desire to make these things, these Thunder Punch dailies, into some kind of action, actionable. An essay with a point. I want to justify why I'm asking you to sit down or, or, or put my thoughts into your brain. You know, like, like what, what I was going to say sit down and listen, but you're not necessarily sitting down and listening. You could be running, you could be drawing, you could be at work, you could be on the bus. I don't know where you are when you're listening to this, right? Um, but like... I want I want to I want to justify why you would give that 10 minutes to me. Um but you know what does it have to be uh uplifting, positive and encouraging? That's cheerleading and that's an important part of it. But sharing the struggles and the parts that aren't so fun cuz it's not always fun. It's not always it's not always uh not always pleasant. It's not always inspirational and it's not always uplifting so there's a lot of hard work that goes into this stuff there's a lot of doubt and anxiety and wondering if you can pull it off this time and uh and something i tell my students all the time is like that never goes away and i i I, i'm not sure that it should i mean i think part of the delight of succeeding comes out of overcoming that hurdle of being afraid of it right um if it was if I was never afraid, I don't know. I, I wonder if that's part of the the flavoring of the whole experience. Um but then there's also and this is something I certainly struggle with personally. Um and I could <laughs> default to my little, you know, routine of like, oh I'm a Midwesterner. I don't think it's just that. Uh but it's like it's it's hard it's hard for me to discuss my own personal. Um, dissatisfaction or fears or frustrations um, and, but I think, I think it's, it's extra hard to talk about those things online to strangers because there's a lack of context like it's one thing for me to talk to a close friend who knows me really well knows the context of what I'm talking about they have like some backstory on what I'm, I'm referring to um, and they know my cues as to when I actually want help or when I want empathy Right. Sometimes you want somebody to give you some advice and sometimes you just want somebody to sit down with you and just be like, oh, dude, that sucks. I'm sorry that you're hurting. You know, Uh, it's harder to get that context when you're talking about it online. And I think that's one of the reasons why at least me, I I get I get skittish about sharing this stuff because. um, I don't expect that the public is going to have the context to be able to adequately interact with what I'm sharing And it requires a level of writing that I don't necessarily feel that I have. Um, Yeah. But at the same time, and and that's one of the reasons I like this, like this audio format is it's easier to share that context. It's easier to give some of those uh, cues. Like you could tell I'm talking about difficult stuff right now, but you could tell that I'm not in any kind of immediate emotional danger where I need somebody to come and talk to me or anything like that. Right. Um, Unless I'm like, like, Seriously, a great actor. Um, I'm just ruminating on it right now, right? But I do think that the, that dark stuff has a place in journaling. I mean, journaling should be, a relatively speaking, a pretty honest expression. Um, and navigating the honest expression with the useful essay has been part of the tension that's made Thunder Punch Daily super interesting for me. Not always pleasantly interesting. <laughs> Sometimes, many times, it's very uncomfortable, you know, but like another thing that I try to remember, like a personal sort of credo or whatever you want to call it, is, uh, you know, when you're you're uncomfortable, you're usually doing something interesting, usually. So this isn't something where it's like, ah, this is a chart, I'm going to plan my growth as a human being. It's more like, okay, let's get into some uncomfortable waters every once in a while. And see what comes out the other end. (laughs) Oh, so, and you know what? I laugh because it's uncomfortable and it's painful. Sometimes it, you know, pain and discomfort are really, really funny. Um, And I think about that a lot when I'm writing my characters, like watching somebody fail miserably. Larry David, curb your enthusiasm, right? It's intensely funny sometimes Um, when it's safe when it's safe or when, it's, uh, when the stakes aren't very high. Um, I don't feel like the stakes are really high right here. It's uncomfortable, but it's, it's relatively low risk, right? So, yeah, I went there. <laughs> that, for me, that was like, that was difficult territory. All right, who, who was this guy navigating the difficult territory? Uh, Jersey Droz, jdroz.com, Jersey on Twitter. Um, what I'd really like for you to do, though, if you have the time and the inclination, uh, go to the Lean Into Art Patreon. That's that's the the the, the crowdfunding site for me and my buddy Rob Stenzinger. We're the guys who started this whole Art Sound Off thing, uh, and we do a biweekly show called Lean Into Art, where we spend two hours every two weeks really crunching hard on story t- visual storytelling ideas, thinking about it really hard. And and, and one of our um, approaches with the show, if you haven't listened to it, is that we don't try to do an advicey show. We try to do a, f- a frame setting show. It's like, okay, let's take a difficult or challenging concept, or even like a simple one, like inking, like, okay, let's t- take inking. Why do we ink? Uh, what what advantages does inking have? Why not just do pencil? You don't need to ink nowadays. And even when, like when I work on the computer, or I'm drawing digitally in, in Clip Studio Paint, I'm drawing as if I'm inking on paper. Why, why do that? Uh, what, it, what What does it communicate? What does it not communicate? What tools communicate di- in different ways? How can we make this topic into some kind of approachable chunked out uh framework for thinking about the topic that's really what the show is all about uh and we've got like one hundred and sixty episodes and uh i would I would love for more people to know about the patreon and uh, support us there even if it's only like a dollar a month uh every every bit contributes to making the show more sustainable so what i'd love to have happen is we hit like an eight hundred dollar goal at the Uh, end of this month. So that's my little fundraising campaign there. My little NPR moment of, you know, for a dollar a month, you could help make the show more sustainable. So, uh, or just tell your friends about it. That'd be cool too. So, okay, that's it. I got to get out of here. I got to go. I just heard the timer go off. It's time to go uh, laminate the dough where I take the dough and I uh, flatten it out and I put the butter block. There's a block of butter that I put in the middle of it. I fold the dough over top of the butter and then I roll it out flat again, and then I do a book fold twice. So two laminations happen. You're spreading the butter thinly uh, between the layers of dough to create all those, when you get a croissant, how it's all like fluffy inside like that. Um, So another couple more hours of work, and then I'll take a break and do some more inking. Uh, Okay, I'll be back soon with another Thunder Punch Daily. And until then, remember everybody, Well, that Daymar was really quite a fellow, wasn't he? Orko had no idea just what he was getting into with his mixed-up magic spell, but he soon found out that he'd let something loose he couldn't handle. Now, we know that in real life there aren't any magic spells or demons, but there are problems. And just like Orko, sometimes you'll find you've got one that's too big for you to handle. At times like that, remember, there are a lot of people out there who really care about you. So talk to them. Telling them what's wrong is the first step toward making things right.